the goals that we set have to be so ridiculously simple that we can't miss them. There's nothing wrong with them. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey there, good morning. Happy, happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome, welcome. I see we got some people still joining. So, um, Camera's on for this one. Camera's on would be awesome. Uh, just real quick, a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, we are, Age of Power Huddle is now a podcast. So uh, Spotify, Apple, whatever your favorite podcast provider is, uh, download the Age of Power Huddle. You can listen to all of these while you're out and about in your car, in your mobile office, as I like to call it. Um, and then give us a review. Uh, we The reviews really, really super help. And there's a lot of really great ones out there. I don't always get to join um, live every single day, like I would like to, and I listen to a ton of them in the car, and I learn so much from everyone that's um, that's participating. So, uh, thanks so much uh, for for joining us today. Today, I'm going to talk about outside influences that can impact your real estate career, um, and I'm going to do it through telling my story and. Um, because I think there are probably some things in my story that those of you will resonate with and that will apply to other things. Um, and it may not be your story, but I bet you there's some similarities and alignment. And I would say, um, well, I'm gonna start, I'm just gonna share really quickly. So for those of you that may not know me, I think some of you do, but there's some new folks uh, my name is Amy Izzo. I am a wife, an entrepreneur, I'm a mom, and yes, I'm a realtor. I have been um, a solo agent. I've done this for eight years. I've also ran a team. I've been a national real estate coach. I've been a speaker. I've done a lot, a lot of things. Um, and this is who you might have met if you had met me 15 months ago. So you guys see the, see the photo, right? Um, so this is who you might have met um, it, had you met me prior. And I start this, I'm going to stop the chair. I start that way because it's a very big part of the way I am running my business today. Um, where I have been is a very big part of some of the transitions I've made over the last year. Some of you that may know me or be familiar with me have seen some transitions and seen me do some different things. And it's a part of where I'm going in the future. Um, and even at the heights, even at the most successful part of my real estate career, I still had things that allowed me to be a 399 pound person. Um, I still had things that were getting in my way um, that really stemmed from, from, from that, right? So um, that weren't allowing me to be as successful as I could have been. And I was very successful and I am very successful, um, but I wasn't, I was, I was finding myself not really being able to move to the next level. And a lot of people had a lot of opinions about that were in my life that were trying to help that about why um, I wasn't getting there. And really it came down to 
what other things that were going on in my life. So, um, so stay with me here. <laughs> and I'm going to kind of take you back um, to uh, the end of 20, 2018 to 2019 were really difficult personal years. But, you know, I, it took a number of years to get to a point where I, wake, I woke up in October of uh, 2019 and realized I was 399 pounds. I had a multitude of health issues, some that were very visible. Um, my skin looked horrible. You could see blotches up and down my arms which was, which I'm sharing very vulnerably a lot of details because it all, it's, it's all part of the, it's all, it's all part of it, right? It all affects us. So whatever it is, it all affects us. So um, just like getting up to speak or being on a Zoom call or a coaching call, or even going on a one-on-one -on -one appointment, I was very aware of how my arms looked. And so, and people would say, oh, what has happened? Were you in an accident? Does your husband beat you? Honestly, these are real things that I was asked by real people who were concerned, right? Um, I couldn't sleep, yet I couldn't stay awake. So I um, had no energy. I was exhausted every moment of every single day. I was selling 80 to 100 homes a year through all of this. I was being a mom. I was being a wife. I was the best helper in the world. I Now I say I'm a recovering people pleaser. I was coaching agents and, and I was doing a good job. They were giving good reviews and they were seeing differences in their business. Um, I was trying in my head to do the things that I knew I needed to do to take my business to the next level. And my business was pretty good. I had, as a team leader, I had five agents, I had an admin. Um, I had an office at home. I had a brick and mortar office. I had a lot of good stuff going on. Um, I was making over 250,000 GCI, which at the time was what I wanted to make. Um, and I was looking at opportunities to grow and to do more, but I couldn't even imagine how. So because I was just so emotionally and physically exhausted all the time. I was also very anxious. If I had to get in a car to go somewhere with Craig, I'm just you picking on you, Craig, because I can see you, I would be worried about what kind of a car Craig might pick me up in because I was very wide and I didn't want to make Craig uncomfortable, you know, bumping up against him in the car. These are the things, right, in your head. And so, and I would worry if I would go with a bunch of you to a restaurant that you might want to sit in a booth. I didn't fit in a booth, not comfortably. Um, and so all of these things that have nothing to do with real estate have everything to do with real estate because here's what um, people saw. People saw me smiling and I think I have a good welcoming, warming personality and they saw that and they heard that when I did things like this. Um, what they didn't see was um, I could, when I would get home, well, when I would, when I would get in the car to drive home from the office, sometimes I would fall asleep at a red light. I couldn't stay awake at a I was, that was, that was a turn back moment for me when that first, the first, and it happened more than once. The first time that happened, it only happened twice, but it did happen twice. Um, they didn't see, um, 
how exhausted I was and how anxious I was getting ready to go up and speak. I do a good job when I get up and speak to a group of agents, but just you couldn't, these are things you can't see. They didn't see um, that I needed a nap in the middle of the day. My daily schedule included, I needed a break to go try to take a nap so that I could service more clients so that I could pick my kid up from school. Um, they didn't see, I became very unorganized. You could walk into my office and it looked like a tornado right on paper. How do I get it right in my system? My CRM became very unorganized. I started missing appointments. Uh, clients love me, so they give me a pass, right? And I would figure it out or I would make an excuse and then that didn't feel good. And these are things that nobody sees. So um, my finances were a mess. I just told you I made great money. My finances were a mess. In my market, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of transactions. It's great money, right? Um, and I was doing just fine, but my finances were a mess. I was becoming irresponsible in places in my life that I hadn't previously been irresponsible. And um, my confidence was going, just going down um, no matter what. And I was doing all the self-talk and the mindset work, and but it wasn't working. And I really felt trapped and stuck. Like, and, and I... I let it become about, uh, well, I just can't do this. These are the things I can't do. I'm stuck. Here are all the excuses. Here's all the blame of why I don't have enough business or why I don't have more agents or why I'm struggling when I take vacations with my family or why my kids, the, the joke in my house at the time was, oh, don't try to watch a movie with mom. She can't make it. Don't get in a conversation with mom. She'll fall asleep mid-sentence. So my kids are now 20, 20, and 13. So they were just teenagers just a few years ago. And, you know, 20, we're talking end of 2019. Um, so, and they, it wasn't funny, right? It was like the joke in our house, but it wasn't funny, but it was how they dealt with it, right? Because clearly there was a problem going on. Um, I was starting to allow myself to be taken advantage of uh, at the, in my business, in a lot of different places, uh, other than that, in my friendships and my personal life. And I just didn't like who I had become because that's not who we started out as. I just didn't like who I had become. Um, I wasn't right? I just wasn't taking care of myself and it was affecting everything. And so I hit what I call rock bottom where I said, I'm done. I got to get rid of as many things as I can in my life um, and just do the things I really have to do. So I'm going to be a mom and a wife, right? That's got to stay. I got to do better, even better at that, right? So that's got to stay. So I dissolved my team. No more real estate team. But I got to earn a living. So I still have to do transactions, right? So... Okay, I'm going to still figure out how to do transactions. And I decided that it was all because of the weight. No, it wasn't all because of the weight. But I decided in that moment it was all because of the weight. So if I could just take some weight off, um, then I'd have a little bit more energy and I could fix everything. So I, um, I had weight loss surgery. A lot of people I knew were doing it. Looked like a good solution to me. Thought it would fix it. And I don't regret it because it was, it really uh, catapulted me 
uh, gave me some more energy and catapulted me in the right direction, pointed me in the right direction. So in December of 2019, I had weight loss surgery and um, uh, that, that was, that was an experience. <laughs> the things that were good about it was it detoxed me. You know, when you have weight loss surgery, you basically stop eating everything and you go on the liquid diet for a few weeks as you're preparing your body for surgery. And I took that very seriously because I felt like if I don't have weight loss surgery, I'm going to die. And if I die, all the stuff I need to fix in my personal life and my business is not going to matter because I'm not going to be here. And I'm too young for that. So I was, uh, I turned 45 in January of 2020. So this is right before my 45th birthday. So I said, no, 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 I'm going to have weight loss surgery. I'm going to get some weight off and then I'm going to figure the rest of this out. And I knew that there would be th other things to figure out. I didn't exact, I couldn't have told you, I couldn't have verbalized what, um, at the time. So I had the weight loss surgery, which detoxed my body, which was really good for me from a health perspective. I slowed down. Um, I did a couple of transactions a month during that time. And it was just me. So I just focused on me. Um, because of some things that were going on, I changed brokerages. Um, uh, and I just tried to start fresh. Um, so what happened was, I, I lost like 60 pounds in a couple of months, which really helped because I had more energy. So, and I had more clarity. So when you have more energy and you're not living an exhausted life, you can see things a little bit more clearly. You don't have the brain fog that I was suffering from every single day, which gets in the way of everything, including your job. Um, and so but about three months after weight loss surgery, I was doing really good and I had lost a good amount of weight and I was feeling better. I was looking better. My skin was better because I was eating really regimented and better. I was still, I could feel like it could all turn or like turn back in an instant. Like I thought, I still don't have this right. Like, I, I have more energy and I'm eating better and I feel better, but I still don't really have this right. Um, and I got, I got into what, I guess if I call it a support group, right? Cause I felt like, well, I just need some support. I need to figure out what is going on with me. It's more, it's mindset, but it's more than just mindset. Right. Um, and so I got to really figure out what's going on here. And so I did, I, I, I asked for help from a friend of mine and I got involved in a uh, support group of other people working on lots of different things. Some people were just trying to read more and some people had health goals like me. And um, we, I really started to work on reflecting on why I was feeling kind of the way I was feeling because it was getting in the way of what I want to do in my business. Um, and it really, for me, became about identity. So I had always been, um, I'm, I'm really good hearted. So I've always been a really a person that wants to help others that want, and I do lots of things to do that. And, but I've always prioritized everybody else over and above me, even when I was a teenager, right? I always prioritized everything and everyone else first. And then if there was time for me, we made time for me. 
And then that became more challenging as I had kids and I went into the corporate world. I became a wife and had children and went in the corporate world and then decided, oh, there's a business. That could be easy. I have all these flexibilities with this new real estate business. And so when I would reinvent myself, it would always be around my business, but it also would always be around others. And so this was time for me to take a time out and figure out me. And by the way, I still had earned money, right? I'm the breadwinner of the family. So doesn't mean my husband can't earn money and doesn't, he does. And he did. Um, but we counted on my income. So that was really scary as a business person because to kind of slow down and start putting me first, like, well, what was, what does that mean? Well, I had to learn to work out every day. And it's really not that I didn't want to work out. It was just that that would require me to take time for me. That would require me to turn my phone off and I answer client calls. That would require me not to do emails at five o'clock in the morning. That would require me to get up earlier. So that would require me to tell my children, you come after me. After me, you come first. I got to take care of me so I can take care of you. So there's three things you need me to do. I can do in an hour, which sounds simple, but it really can be really, really tough and challenging to do. And I didn't know how to do those things. I lived 45 years not doing those things ever. And some people, when they hear me say that, they go, oh, I can't imagine that because that's how they've always lived, right? Putting themselves first. And But I know that there are other folks out there like me that really struggle to put themselves first. And I'm scared to tell you, it holds you back in your business. It does, I don't care if you're, if you're not making the money you want to or if you are. Or, and it's not just about money, but it's okay to talk about money, right? We, that's what fuels our life. So whatever it is that you want to do, and it, you know, there, I, I wasn't making what I wanted to make because I wasn't living up to my full potential. I wasn't doing the things I wanted to do because I wasn't living up to my full potential. Um, I was turning things down that I really wanted to do because I didn't have any more energy to do it. Uh, and so I really had to figure out, okay, who am I and what is my identity? Because if I can figure that out, and I had got a lot of help to do it, right? Didn't do it alone. But if I can figure that out, then I can create rules for my life, right? Like that make it virtually impossible to make bad decisions, right? To, because I just know how I operate, right? How do I run life and how do I operate? And when I went on that journey, it was very scary because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to still make the income I needed to make. And if I don't make the income I need to make, then bad things happen for my family, right? We got to have a house, kids got to go to school, things have to happen, have to be fueled by the income. Um, but I was more afraid that I would not survive. And that's the truth. I was more afraid that I wouldn't survive and I had evidence in my life that if you don't take care of yourself, that bad things ha can happen because I lost uh, two family members. My, my husband lost his two youngest brothers in a period of 18 months, uh, 39 and the other one exactly my age. We were just a month apart, um, due, largely due to health issues. And so I had that right in my face. And I was like, you're next right? It was the universe was like, you're next, Amy. So you have to figure this out. Um, 
So I would say some of the lessons that I've been able to learn, the number one lesson I've been able to learn is personal integrity. And this was really hard. Someone said to me, you don't have personal integrity. And when I heard that the first time, it kind of pissed me off. I was like, personal integrity, and it wasn't about my integrity. It was about my personal integrity. Because if Craig or Heather or Amber or Nathan asked me to pick up their kid from school or run an errand for them, I'd be there 15 minutes early on my most exhausted, busiest day. But I wouldn't do the same for me. I'd miss that doctor's appointment. I'd reschedule that dental appointment. And it starts with little things, guys, right? I would, um, yeah, I'd be five minutes late to pick my kid up. I know they'd be okay. I'd be five minutes late. I would have been. I don't anymore, but I would have been. Um, I would um, not take the time to meal plan, I would, which I needed to do. I would not take the time to go get the manicure I really wanted. You know, I would skip out on me over and over and over and over and over again. And then and this is worse. I would tell myself, yeah, I'm going to do this thing today. Today, I'm going to organize my finances because I'm a little behind. Today, I'm going to um, call 10 past clients because I want to connect with them. Today, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes. And then I wouldn't do those things. But nobody knew but me. Care. Because your subconscious knows. Your subconscious knows. And I trained myself over a period of years to know that it's okay to let myself down. And I trained my brain to know, well, I don't do what I say I'm going to do anyway. Now, if you knew me, you wouldn't think I was that kind of person. You would never have seen that because I was only doing it to me wasn't doing it to others. And so I trained my brain to believe. And when you train your brain to believe that you don't do the things you say you're going to do for you, then you have a hard time calling the FISBO, calling the expired, uh, whatever it is you want to do, learning the new hobby you want to learn, because you don't finish anything for yourself. So how are you going to get your business to the next level? How are you going to do the things you want to do? How are you going to take that trip? I just went into Memphis for the weekend, and I just saw family I haven't seen in 10 years. You know how long it took me to get to Memphis from Indiana? Eight and a half hours. Why didn't I see my family in Memphis eight and a half hours away for 10 years? I'll do what I say I'm going to do for me, for myself. That trip was for me. But it was for me. So these are the things... care what it is you for me it started with oh i got to 399 pounds and thought i was going to die i don't want anybody to ever get there right um and i never am going to be back there again but the personal integrity is so important if you tell yourself you're going to do something you've got to do it and i used to get on these um i mean i don't know what to call it i used to get i used to make goals that were too big because everybody said i had to make these big goals Right. So I was listening and comparing comparison as a thief of joy is another lesson I learned. So and I know we talk about it, but it's true. My goal today for working out, it's 15 minutes a day. It's my commitment. You know how long I really work out a day? 90 minutes every single day, seven days a week since May 18th, 2020. 
Here's why. Because I promised myself, thanks, Craig, I promised myself 15 minutes a day. I have not changed that goal. Now, what Amy used to do is go, oh, okay, well, now I work out 90 minutes a day, so now I'll make it 120 minutes. No, 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 no. The goal is 15 minutes because the momentum that you build up in your mindset, in your subconscious, it will pivot you. It will catapult you to new heights over time. My silent promise to myself is I will work out 15 minutes a day. And I do that on steroids. I beat it every single day. So I'm training my brain. My brain's like, yeah, she not only did what she said she's going to do, she did more. And then I do it again and again and again. And on my worst day, hasn't happened yet, but I'm waiting. On the day that I'm so ill, actually it almost happened. I had food poisoning. I was never so sick in my entire life. I will never do that thing I did again to, have, to get that food poisoning. I ate bad feta cheese. Oh, you know, that's another story for another time. I didn't know it till afterwards. So ill. I was green for 24 hours. So sick. Do you know I worked out that day? Because my goal is 15 minutes. So I pushed my little butt to walk for 15 minutes that day. And I didn't lose my momentum. The goals that we set have to be so ridiculously simple that we can't miss them. There's nothing wrong with them. And the people that are looked at you, don't share your goals with small-minded people. The people that, and I'm going to talk about your, like your big vision, like big visions, okay? Things I'm going to do that if I told you, you'd be like, you're crazy. Maybe you wouldn't, but somebody would say, I don't know if you can do that, right? And I got the vision, but my goals, my daily, here's what I'm going to do today, tomorrow, my 90-day view, it looks so simple on paper personally, which is personal comes first and professionally, that anybody looks at it goes, yeah, she can do that. Absolutely, she can do that. And then it just becomes about being responsible around getting those things done, right? Because when you build the momentum in your mind from the achievement that you can do it every single time I do 15 minutes plus of exercise, I know I can do it. I build another day of momentum. I build the belief in myself that I am an athletic, healthy, fit person. I never believed that before. That applies to our business. Every time I take a new listing, I build in my mind that I'm a listing agent, right? Every time I, I close another sale, Every time I write another multiple offer, <laughs> when I pray on it in this market, right? And, and I get it. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm just going to keep doing the activities. I don't care if they're personal activities, if they're professional activities. If you have negative people in your environment, get some positive people around you. If you can get the negative people out, get them out. If you can't, because they're your spouse, your children, your whatever, be, then, then, be tough on your standards for you and not on your people. So when I started this journey, nobody in my house worked out. Nobody in my house ate healthy. And I would say we were fairly negative around the house. We're not negative people, but we were behaving that way in our household. You wouldn't know that. But that's the truth. And when I started to focus on me, first of all, they all thought it was crazy, right? Children and hubby alike were like, what is going on with her? But not, they were not unsupportive. They just didn't understand it. And I'll say this, in the beginning, 
I think some of the folks in my house were like waiting for me to fall because what was my habit? Do it and stop, do it and stop, do it and stop, do it and stop, put work first, put everybody else second, and then me last, if I even got to me. So I think they were just kind of watching and waiting to see what it was going to be like this time, right? But now, you know, I've been on this path for 15, 16 months, and I am blissfully dissatisfied, okay? I am better than I've ever been in life, personally and professionally. Oh, by the way, in a pandemic, focusing on myself, I still sold 50 houses. I still made the money I wanted to make. I did not grow. I'll tell you the truth. I had no growth in sales from 2019 to 2020, but I didn't lose a penny. I made equal money. And for me, it was about that. It was about sustain your income and get your shit together so that you can do these other things that you want to do. That's what it was about. And that's okay. Sometimes we got to slow down and speed up. That's okay. So the people around you that, that care about you, that love you, that get it, will let you do your thing. You be hard on yourself. You don't have to be hard on them. And then what you might see is what I see is come around. Now my husband's lost a hundred pounds. Oh, my kids are getting active. And I've never asked anybody to do anything. I only said what I'm doing for me. You want to participate? Great. You don't? Great. I'm writing more offers than I've ever written before for these buyers in this market. I am talking to more sellers than I've ever talked to before to get the listing. Like it's, we're all going through the same thing nationally, but it's easier because I'm healthier, right? And I have, I'm more positive and I have more positive people and I've built my confidence and I'm, again, I'm blissfully dissatisfied. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not as great as I'm going to be, but man, am I better? Better is okay. Better is great. So, there are our type influences that affect everything that we do. And I just think it's important sometimes to take a minute and go and acknowledge that and say, okay, now what can I do about them? What can I do about them? So I would just implore you, you know, if there's something that resonated with you about what I talked about today that applies, it may not be the same, right, as, as, as my journey, that's okay. But, you know, if, if you're struggling with weight, if you're struggling with health, if you're struggling with negativity, if you're struggling with mindset, if, you're, if the finances are a mess, if there's something going on, it's definitely somehow impacting your day-to-day, -day, your ability to do what you want to do in your day-to-day. -day. So really take a look at that and know that I believe in you and I know that you can utilize that part of your journey to overcome and to do better. I hope you today, guys. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. I don't want to run too much over. Have a great, great, great day. Take care. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.